Um, and we're going to go ahead and get started with Sydney. Hey, Sydney, how are you? Good. Good. I'm glad you were able to make it today. Um, do you kind of want to tell everyone what you're going to be teaching them and get started? Yeah. So, hi, guys. My name is, my name is Sydney, and I'm going to, uh, I'm the newest person on these meetings, and I'm going to be teaching braiding. So, braiding hair is going to be a little bit, um, is a little bit harder, but we are going to make braiding hair easier because I know we have a lot of beginners here. So I would like to know the majority of who braids hair or who's going to, who's using hair and who's using something else. And um, so uh, Kayla, you know, if you could tell me who's raising hands and I would like everyone to tell me what they're going to be using to be braiding. So um, how about we have people who are going to be braiding hair today, raise their hand and Lucy will let us know about how many people raise their hand if it's the majority. I think most people are gonna be using um, yarn or something else. So okay. um, if you are going to be braiding hair today instead of something else, go ahead and raise your hand just so Sydney kind of knows what you guys are doing. We have All two right, people yeah. with hands raised. Oh, whoops. Okay. Sorry. All right, guys. So first, I'm going five. to- Five. Oh, sorry. They keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got five. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. For braiding hair. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Oh, okay. Cindy lowered her hand. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So, um, Thanks. Awesome. So about a third, maybe, I would say, are, are braiding hair. And then the rest are going to be using something else, if that helps you out. Okay. All right, guys. So if you are, okay, so first I'm going to guide the people through it that are using something else. So whatever you're using, if it's, um, I would like you to either squish the top or tie the top in a knot. So if you guys are using something that can be squished, I'd like you to squish the top. Or if you are using something that can't be squished, I would like you to tie a knot in the top. And then and then after you're doing that, I will I'll give you a few seconds to tie the knot or squish the top or do whatever, and then I'll give you the next step, okay? Sydney, would you like to let everyone know what you're using to braid? I'm using yarn. Oh, um, now today I am actually using um, uh, my sister's doll head. She has a doll head and it's basically got fake hair on it. So, and I'm also <laughs> going to be using, and I'm also going to be using little strings of clay that I made too, to braid the other thing. That way, that way, like I can demonstrate while I am, while I'm telling you guys, that way I can describe it better. Yep. I always but do I don't have my hard. camera on, by the way, because I know most of you guys are blind. Yep. So. Okay, oh, Sydney, right. if we're using yarn and we tie a knot, about how much do we need to, how much yarn do we need to leave above the knot? Okay, so um, it, it doesn't really matter, but you don't want too much yarn above the knot. So, uh, so you want to make sure that the knot is not going to fall off, but you also want to make sure that there is enough yarn for you to braid. So I'd say about like um, maybe just a little less than an inch, maybe. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, and then when you have your knot tied, you're going to start by holding your three, your three, so, so do you guys have three strands of yarn and then you tied a knot at the top? Is that what you guys did? Yes, that is what I did. Okay, now when you're done, I would like you to 
hold it by the top. I'd like you to hold it by the top, and I'd like you to hold the other two strings. So I'd like you to start by, by holding the left string in your left hand and the other two strings in your right hand, and then you're going to put the string on the left in between the other two strings. And then when you're done doing that, you're going to take the string on the right and then hold the other two strings with your left hand. And then you're going to put the string on the right in between the other two strings again. And you might want to tighten it a little bit too so it's not too loose. Okay, then I would like, then you're going to repeat the same process. Take one string on the left and then put it in between the other two strings. Then take the string on the right and put it in between the other two strings. So I'd like you guys to keep repeating that. I'd like you guys to repeat the same process. And then when you get the, to the end of your braid, you're going to tie a knot at the bottom. Awesome. You're doing a great job. Mm. Am I doing a good job explaining how to do it? Awesome. I'm going to ask a question. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to raise my <laughs> hand, but I am going to ask a question. Um, so if I want to do this for like four or five strands, would it be the same process or? Um, actually, so yes, it would be the same process, but it would be a little difficult. So if we're, if you were using uh, now with five strands, it's, um, I have to admit it's impossible with, with five strands, but if you have four strands, um, if, if you have four strands, then the process is still the same, but it can be, but it might be a little harder to remember because um, if you're using four strands, it might, it might be a little harder to remember the process. So okay. yes, it would, be, it would be the same process, but a little hard to keep track of how many strings you have. So it's easier to do it with three strings. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Cindy? I was just thinking that you could do, though, multiple strands of yarn and bundle them so that it's a thicker braid. Um, so multiples of three, so, essentially. You know, so maybe you might have six strands for each of your sections, section them off. And maybe I would probably use like a rubber band or something at the end, or maybe tie a knot in the end of each of those sections. And then you could easily manipulate them into a thicker braid. All right, guys. And when you're, and, um, and I would like you to raise your hand whenever you're done with your braid. And when everyone's done with our, with their braids, we're going to share, or we're going to show our hair braiders how to braid hair. Okay. Okay. Um, Mickey has her hand up. Okay, Mickey, good job with your braid. Um, um, you can unmute. You might have a question. <clears throat> yeah. She just done. Oh, I don't know. Her hand was up before Sydney said that. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she probably has a question. Okay. Unmute. I'm unmuted now. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. Um, I've done four and five strand braiding. And with four, you divide... Um, if it's your hair, your hair into four strands. If it's the yarn, it, you have four strands, you tie a knot at the top. And from the left, you take the first strand of hair and go over and then under. 
the third strand. And then from the right, you take strand four and you go the opposite, under okay. and then over the second strand. Oh, okay. okay. Awesome. Thank so, you for sharing. And if you do the five strands, you do five sections and you start over from each side. And the middle strand, strand three, doesn't move at all. The strands just go under it. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we had a couple of other people with their hands raised, but they lowered them themselves. I didn't do it, I swear. So they must, um, Uh, I'm I'm thinking they didn't necessarily have questions. Maybe they were done with their braids. Okay, and Circu, if you have, oh, Terry. Okay. Oops. You're really getting your practice today, Lucy. Oh, I don't know where she went. Where'd she go? Oh, no, I lost her. Okay, guys. Uh, all right, I'm going to see if we, if we have any more hands in the next few minutes, then... Uh, okay. We have a hand. I'm sorry. All Terry, right. you can unmute. Terry, all right, Terry, are you done with your braid or are you, uh, or do you have a question? I'm done with my braid. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Terry. And with the other people who have their hands up, can you please unmute and say if you're done with your braid or do you have a question? No other hands are raised. Okay. All, all right, guys. Okay. Now we're going to show our hair braiders how to braid hair. Okay. Now, guys. I'm going to show you guys the beginner method if you guys are braiding hair, which is pretty, um, which is the method that I recommend just for beginners because um, this method might not work otherwise if you're not a beginner. But, but if you guys are doing, so the way you're gonna start is you're going to take a hair tie. You're gonna create three sections of hair and you're going to put a rubber band or a hair tie or whatever you have at, at the end of each section. That way, it's just like you're braiding three strings. And then, um, and then I'll, I'll give you a few seconds. Okay. Then when you have, then when you're ready with that, you're going to take your three sections and you're going, and you're going to braid them. You're going to take your three sections and then you're going to braid them, complete the same process. Remember, put your, um, and this time, since you're doing hair, for hair, you have to start all the way at the top of the braid. So I would like you to do the same process, but this time start your hands all the way at the top of the braid. So I would like you to start by holding your left hand at the top of the braid on one strand, really close to the really close to your head and then i would like you to hold the other two sections with your other hand and then put the section on the left in between the other two so then you're going to complete the same process put your take the strand on the right your section on the right and put that in between the other two sections and just like with string you're going to keep repeating that process until you get to the bottom and then when you get to the bottom, you're going to take 
the rubber bands out of the other sections and put one rubber band at the end of your hair. I like the idea of putting the rubber bands to keep the sections together or the hair. Yeah, that is a good Uh, idea. And that's the best method for people who are just learning. And then you can, and then as, and then as you become more advanced, you can begin to remove those rubber bands when you're more advanced. I always seem like when I'm braiding my hair, I drop a couple strands. So I really do like that idea. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't even hear that idea somewhere. I just made it up. You're That's super creative. Because yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it. And by the way, it's easier to braid hair when you're doing someone else's hair than what it is on your own hair. I have okay. definitely noticed that. <laughs> do we have a hand, Lucy? Yes, we do. All righty. We have it? Deanna. Okay, Deanna, can you please unmute and ask your question? Deanna. Deanna, you're muted. Ha, huh, it's not there you are. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, I have always had long hair and um, there are tricks to that will help it for a beginner. Um, I find it easier for to teach people if their hair is wet because it tends to stick together better. It's not as flyaway. So mm. that is one technique that I've used when teaching people to, to braid hair. And there are all kinds of different braids you can do with hair. Um, you can do um, a reverse braid which is taking the strand from the middle and moving it to the left and then taking the strand from the middle and moving it to the right. And that makes the braid stand up more on top of, on top of the, the background hair. Oh, so yeah. it's more defined. There are French braids. There are dozens and dozens of variations <laughs> on <are>. hair braiding. <laughs> and um, <laughs> at the longest, my braids reached where I would sit on them. Oh, and, wow. Um, so when my hair was unbraided, it was down to my knees. But now that I'm a, a golden girl, I keep it <laughs> about waist length because I hate getting it caught on screws on chairs. Yeah, and, yeah. And more than once, I've had um, things happen like um, stepping out of a car and slamming the door and getting my long braid caught in it, Ooh, uh, walking out of the walk-in <laughs> cooler at work and when I ran a restaurant and having my long braid fly out behind me and get slammed in the door and that's really fun when you're trying to reach it the handle to let yourself loose (laughs) (laughs) oh no yeah and Uh. uh, so um braids um for working and doing things like um where your hair might be in your way braiding it down your back in one braid is the easiest way yeah Um, i can definitely see that two braids you can wind them up in a crown on top of your head and pin them in place or wind them around each other at the back of your head and make a bun and pin it in place you can take the top section of your hair from both sides brushing it towards the middle and only take this top section and braid that and have one braid down with part of your hair loose you can make a skinny braid on each side of your hair and 
bring them across and uh, put a hair tie on them in the middle at the back to like a like a uh, band to hold your hair back from your face. Those are some really great ideas. Yeah, there's um, all kinds of ways so to much use for all braiding. those ideas. Yeah, as a as a um, you can be glamorous, you can be low key, <laughs> you can be yeah. pigtails. So, you, yeah. There are so many ways, and for me, um, mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons. Even now that I'm in my seventies, mm-hmm. and my hair is about mm-hmm. half the volume it used to be when I was a teenager, um, that I don't cut it because I can't imagine. It seems like people with short hair must always have to be fix it because the wind <laughs> blows it and it, you yeah, know, and it gets everywhere. And I think you know, with long hair, you fix it, you put it the way you want it, and it's done for the day, and you don't have yeah. to mess with it. Yeah. Well, oh, thank you thank so you. much, um, Lucy. Do we have any other hands or any questions for Sydney? Um, Sydney, do you want to? Nope. Go ahead, Lucy. Okay. No, we don't. Sydney, do you okay. want to uh, explain how we finish off the hair once we have it braided? Okay. So once you have your hair braided, I would like you to. Um, okay. So I'd like you to hold it at the bottom with your hand and slowly take the hair ties or the rubber bands out of the other out of each section. And then when you're done doing that, you're going to take a hair tie. You're going to take one hair tie and put it at the bottom of the braid to hold it together. Around all three sections? Yes. One hair tie around all three sections. Perfect. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, Another thing, too, is, um, um, is, you know, braiding your hair can be a little more painful when you have tangles in it. So... Before you braid somebody else's hair or your own hair, whatever, one good tip is to brush your hair. Yeah. What if I'm angry at my sister before, you know, I braid my hair? (laughs) Do I need to brush your hair? Do I need to pull it too tight? No, I'm kidding. I'm just just picking at you, Sydney. Sydney, I'm sorry. All right. Okay, Cindy. Cindy has a question. All right, Cindy. I don't. I don't have a question, but I do have a comment. Sydney, I am so proud of you. Thank you for doing this for us, and I. I just love your energy, and uh, and one of the things I was thinking about is when I first started doing braiding and wanted to do something a little different with my daughter's hair, I would do three different braids and then I would braid those together. Well, that uh, sounds really cool. That, that's yeah. a really cool style. So, I mean, and then they could be a little, like I didn't have to pull it real yeah. tight when I did the, th- you know what I mean? The three braids, but I might pull them, you know, to the back and then just put them in like a little ponytail holder. So, uh, and I French braid my hair. So you guys wouldn't know this, but I French braid my hair every day. Oh my actually. Lord. Oh wow. Uh, because I've been letting it grow out and it, I can't stand hair in my face. So I French braid the, the front, uh, back. And then I just put a clip in it at the top of my head in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Another thing too, usually my mom does my hair because I don't know how to do French braiding. And my mom knows how to do French braiding. So usually my mom 
is the one who braids my hair. So French braiding isn't a lot different than braiding, except for you have to be grabbing hair as you go mm-hmm. and adding it to your braid. And so you have to have really good finger uh, dexterity and hand coordination. Uh, it, that's that's really the main thing. But you know what? I know, Sydney, you'll master that in time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Cindy, do you remember when we spoke on the phone? We yeah we could talk about that another time honey <laughs> but but thank you for doing this and Kayla and Courtney thank you for allowing Sydney to bring oh, this our to pleasure. the crafting group. yes so, we're look always yeah. looking for new instructors and great explanations new yeah great you did a great job mm-hmm. yeah thank you Sydney you're welcome so. Um, we are going to move on unless you had anything else you wanted to add. We'll let Courtney teach how to do the pom-pom maker. All right. So I know a lot of you are excited about this. So, um, if you ordered your pom-pom makers that I recommended, you can go ahead and get those out. I would recommend that you start with either the next to the smallest or the next to the largest. I wouldn't do the little, the smallest or the largest because the smallest is going to be very tedious, <clears throat> excuse me, and the largest is just going to take up too much time. So, um, so grab those. You'll have to explain these to me. They feel funky. They are funky. <laughs> yeah. Funky cold Medina. Um, so they, they should look like um, they're around disc and they should look like um, kind of a yo-yo. So you have this slit that goes around the center of your disc on the, the edges. And then they have what I call arms. You have a set that will swing out to the right and a set that will swing out to the left. And one of them is going to look like a smiley face when you swing it out. And the other set is going to look like a frowny face. So, okay. Okay. Are there any questions yet, Lucy? Not so far. And okay, so um, if you're, um, we're going to start with the right arm. So, I'm sorry, we got a raised hand. <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. No, Let me get fine. back over here. Um, oh no! So Courtney, oh, these Donna. two arm things is what are they supposed to be lined up? With what? Yes. Okay, so I have them stacked on top of each other, essentially. Yes. You each okay. side should have two arms, and they should be going the same direction. So if you're looking at your right hand side, they should be facing. Both little arms should be facing up or down. They should be facing okay. the same direction, and the left hand side should be facing the opposite direction. Go ahead, Donna. So on mine, um, on the right hand side, one is facing up, one's facing down. Mm-hmm. Now that's just the same way. Okay. All right. So look at the ones on your right. Uh-huh. Okay. And there should be two. On there are two. Right. One's facing up, one's facing down. Okay. Turn the top of your disc one half turn to line up the arms on the left. So what's on the right, you want to make one go to the left and one of the lefts go to the right. 
you want both of your arms on each side facing the same direction. Oh, I see what you're saying. It took okay. me a second to realize I had to unfold them. <laughs> oh, yeah, ah. you, you, oh, yeah. You need to unfold them. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see it either, Kayla. I'm sorry. <laughs> no matter what I do, they're still the opposite. That's weird. Okay. So, Donna, what I want you to do. Are you working at a table or on, over a tray or something? No. Okay. All right. Then just work over your lap. Okay. You want to take that, be careful, um, take that circle apart. So just pull it apart like you're opening up a biscuit. Now, how many of you want biscuits and gravy? I know, right? I'm like, ooh, biscuit. Take it apart? How do I do that? Just pull it apart. It's so, hold on to one, I have one disc in each hand and then they slide apart. They're not, it's not letting me take it apart. Oh. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, there's this bar in between them. Uh-huh. There's this bar that's like, in, oh, one of my pieces just fell off. One of your um, little arms? Yeah. But I can okay. put it back on. So okay, the arms I should adjust. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because it won't let me pull it apart otherwise. Okay, so just make sure the arms, each side, they're facing the right way. Correct. Should, so one, one side should be up, one side should be down. Correct. Okay. So both arms, like on your left side, should be going the same direction. Okay. Okay. I can do so, that. So what you want to do is... Um, turn your pom-pom maker so that the right hand set of arms make a smiley face. So just rotate it. Go ahead and close up your left hand set of arms because we're not going to work with those just yet. Okay, now grab your skein of yarn and you're going to start wrapping that yarn around both arms. So just what I do is I put the, the end of the yarn on the front left-hand side of the right arm and I wrap it to the back and then toward me. So back and forward, back and forward. So you just wrap that. So you should have like, um, little dimples on the side of your smiley face. You want to make sure you wrap between the dimples. Dimples. And you, when you think that you have enough on there, keep wrapping. So am I, I'm just wrapping the arms right next to the circle? Starting right. at, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I, do I wrap and then I just wrap, do I keep wrapping in the same place or do I move up the arms? You move up the arms and it's okay to overlap. So what I do is I wrap the smile from the left dimple to the right dimple. And when I say dimple, it's like um, a little concave at the top of the smile. And 
the more you wrap, the thicker your pom-pom is going to be. The more dense and fluffy and, and all. Does this have a booklet? Uh-huh, it should. Okay. I'm if not, to... if not, there are videos, YouTube videos up there. Okay, because I think mine's a whole, mine is a different brand and it's oh, definitely here. made different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you'll just need to do a, if it doesn't have a booklet, you might just want to do a YouTube search for the brand that you purchased and how to use them. So just keep wrapping until it gets really, really thick. And I use, usually do mine up to, you know, about the thickness of the dimples. I don't know if that'll make sense or not. You have a question, Courtney? You want to take it? or? Yes, ma'am. That'll be fine. While they're wrapping, I'll take questions. Miss Jane? Oh, no. I don't want to hear from her. <laughs> there we go. Hi, Jane. These webinars. <clears throat> okay. So, oh, stop. Wait, okay. It, it's giving me a, a thing about Trump. Um, okay. So, the the tail end of my yarn is just hanging down in the front it's just like an inch hanging down and then i have it wrapped all around from left to right and mm -hmm. what do i do with the tail part it just hangs down there uh just tuck it under some of your yarn just keep wrapping and just kind of tuck it in under some of your wraps as oh. you go back so once you get to the right you want to go back to the left you just want to keep wrapping because you want a really thick, full pom-pom. Okay, well, I've, I've got it like one layer all the way from left to right. Oh, you want at least two more layers. Oh, more? Keep going? Oh, oh keep going. Well, then, oh, yeah. I'm all the way on the right side. Shall I just wrap going back toward the left again? Yes, ma'am. Back to, oh, mm -hmm. just keep on yep, going. Just, go, oh. just keep going back and forth. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. How, how much? Just enough okay <laughs> <laughs> see a lot of it depends on are you, what type yarn are you using are you using bulky are you using this worsted is worsted weight? weight this is worse okay. it's actually sugar and cream it's a, a christmas red and okay. green or something so All it'll be right. a christmas pom-pom for next year awesome awesome i'm, wrapping. I'm still wrapping yeah just okay. keep wrapping you... of your christmas tree yep. yeah can you wrap can you put too much I mean, um, you can, but I don't think you'll get to that point. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I got about three layers now. Okay. I would do three, you know, I'd do three or four. Okay. So you want about three or four thicknesses on there. Okay. 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 I've done it. All right. Cool. When you get your, um, right arm wrapped, you want to close it up. So you want to fold it back into your discs. And you still have your um, working yarn. It should be, let me think. When you wrap it for the last time, you want to make sure that your working yarn is coming from the right hand end of your smiley face. With worsted weight, a good probably average wrap is going to be about mm, 60 to 75 wraps 
I never count mine. I just wrap I was gonna it say, until am it I feels supposed right. to be counting? No. <laughs> so I if just, it doesn't mm. fit back in your disc, then it's too much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Then you might want to unfold it and, you know, unwrap a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's hard for me to say because I just wrap it until it feels right. I know that does y'all no good, but... Like I said, the more wraps you have, the bigger and fluffier your pom-pom is going to be. You don't want a wimpy pom-pom. Right, once you get that wrap, like I said, you want to fold it back into your discs. And you want to take your working yarn and you want to run it through the groove between the two discs. And unfold your left arms and now make those your right arms. So just turn it to where it's on your right. So now you have another smiley face because we don't want to work on frowny faces. <laughs> where, where's the groove? Like in between the two of them? Yeah, between the discs. Yeah, where you okay. pull them apart. It's that groove there, just like um, in the groove of a yo-yo where the string of the yo-yo goes. Okay. If you have any questions, be sure to raise your hand. Okay, once you get that done, you just keep working it through your groove and just kind of manipulate it to where you can start wrapping that second arm again. Like you did the first one, just wrap it until it's full or, you know, wrap it until you think there's enough and then wrap it some more. Or it's kind of even to what, you know, your first arm. Okay, Sarah has a question. Okay, Sarah. You can unmute Sarah. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Um, hello. Um, when you take the yarn from the first arms that we wrapped and, and put it through, you said the groove. Yes, ma'am. Does, does the yarn go through the other two arms of the, the empty smiley face if that makes sense yeah Does it will it, because you want to unfold okay. um unfold that second set of arms and then the 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 yarn kind of goes between the two arms two. It, mm -hmm. and then you start wrapping gotcha okay mm -hmm. all right thank you you're welcome And when you get your second arm wrapped, you want to close it up just like you did your first one. And you want to cut your yarn. Do you want to leave a tail or? No. Mm -mm. This is one time that when I'm telling you to use yarn that you don't have to leave a tail. I will not tell you that often. <laughs> so now I want you to take your working yarn and I want you to cut about a 12 inch piece of yarn and just lay it off to the side because you're going to need that in just a minute okay now what you're going to do is the fun part and could be a little bit messy so if you have a trash can nearby, you might want to grab it and start working over your trash can. 
if you don't just kind of work over your table or whatever so you need to take your scissors and i recommended micro tip scissors because they to me work the best because they get into the grooves so you're going to put open up your scissors like you're fixing to cut and you want to put one of the tips in the groove of one of those arms again your arms are closed so everything is closed up and you're going to put it at the bottom kind of under some of that yarn and you're going to start cutting that yarn between those grooves of that oh, arm scary <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm scared no <laughs> hmm. no just gonna all start unraveling is it nope nope all right i trust you okay and be sure to hold the center of, of your pom-pom maker you want to make sure you're holding that and kind of holding it tight so that it doesn't come apart we don't want it coming apart before we want it to because then you, that's when you need to be scared And you want to, once you um, have that finished, run your fingers over that groove where you just cut, just to make sure that you got all the yarn cut. When you get one side done, turn it over and do the other side the exact same way. Okay, so now <laughs> what you, sorry. Um, so now what you want to do is you want to take your 12 inch piece of yarn that you cut earlier and in the groove, David needs to be playing, you know, get into the groove or something. Um, you want to take that yarn and you want to place it in between that groove. I have a if question that makes for you. How do we know yes. if they actually have a question? Because two people have not lowered their hands. Okay, let's go ahead. If, if you're through. Oh, you know, Jane if, lowered her hand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you have a question, leave your hand up. If not, then please lower it. Then. Okay. Never mind. They lowered okay. it. Cool. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so now you want to take that 12 inch piece of yarn and you want to kind of run it through that groove. Um, so fold your yarn in half, your piece of yarn in half and make sure, you know, your ends are evened up. And then slide it between that groove, you know, unfold it and slide it between that groove. If that doesn't make sense, raise your hand. Oh, my hand is cramping up from cutting. <laughs> <laughs> and once you get that through, you're laced into the groove there, you want to tie just like a shoestring knot. So you just want to tie it once. You don't want to tie a bow. You just want to tie it and then pull it really tight. Not so tight that it's going to break your yarn. If you get to that just point, you got to, you're right before <laughs> that. Yeah. Right before you get to that point. If you break your yarn, you got to put some more yarn. <laughs> then you want to wrap that yarn into the groove and you want to go back to kind of the beginning or the top of your um, pom-pom maker and tie it again. And I do that about three times. So going back to the top, that's twice. And then come back down to the bottom will be your third time and then tie a knot knot. Knot, knot, knot. 
If you're totally confused and you have questions, raise your hand. Okay. Megan, you can unmute. Okay, Megan. Hello, sorry. So I slid the I slid the um the yarn in the groove and I tied it and now I'm a little confused as to what I do. <laughs> okay. Now that you've tied it, you want to wrap it back through the grooves like you did, okay. you know, like you came down, you want to go up now in between the grooves, just like you did, and you want to tie it again. We're making sure that these loops that you've just cut are gonna be secure. Okay, so I'm not quite sure if I did it right. So when I pulled it and tied it, I've got like a tail on either side. Yes, and you want to take those tails, the one on the left and the one on the right, and uh -huh. you want to go up the groove back in the same okay. direction you just came. And then do I crisscross them? Uh-huh, crisscross okay. them and then come back down. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and then and then once you get back down to the bottom for the second time, then you want mm -hmm. to tie a knot. But again, be sure to pull though that that yarn really tight. Okay. All right. If you're finished tying your yarn for the third time, now comes the fun and exciting part. Mm. Yes. Now you want to pull those discs apart. Again, Do we leave like the arms it. folded? Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they come unfolded, that's fine, you know, but you don't have to unfold them. But now you want to pull it apart again, like you're opening up a biscuit. Okay. Now that you've got those apart, you should be able to just to take your pom pom out and shake it just a little bit to fluff it up. And you're probably going to need to give your pom pom a haircut. <laughs> Because it's probably got, you know, straggly ends everywhere. So before we start doing the haircut, does everybody that's working alone, do y'all have a pom-pom? Or do you have, have a bunch of or do you have a bunch of strings that just fell apart? Okay. So this is how I do my pom-poms or my haircuts. I kind of run my index and forefingers across the top and just kind of see where it's uneven. And then where it's uneven, I try to cut it down to where it's even with the rest of the strings. So I do that all over and I usually have um, a pom-pom that looks like it has the mange. So <laughs> there's, there's whole spots everywhere. You just want to do like a gentle cut. You don't want to, you know, do a, a massive, you know, locks of love, what I call locks of love haircut. You just want to do a little <laughs> trim and just kind of even it up. And then once you get it evened up, just take the tail that it's, you know, that tied all your loose ends together and you just want to shake the dickens out of it. And if you don't know what a Dickens is, ask your device. <laughs> Shake it like you're mad at your husband or, or your girlfriend or your wife or your mom or dad. Because, you know, when we're mad at our sisters, we braid their hair. Like a wrecking ball. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're shaping up your pom-poms and shaking them, shaking them, shaking them, um, some things you can do, you can make a bunch of these and make a braided garland and um, then you can tie these onto your garland or hang them onto your garland. You can um, make different sizes. You can make a pom-pom wreath, make a bunch and tie them onto a wreath form, like a wire wreath form or even um, like a macrame ring. I've heard of people doing snowball wreaths. So they do a bunch of the, you know, white pom-poms and just tie them onto a wreath form and you got your snowball wreaths. Hi. Um, I've heard that if you get like one of those grid um, mats, mm -hmm. like for latch hooking and you tie the pom-poms to them, you can make like a pom-pom rug. I had wondered Ooh. about that because I had an idea. I thought, you know, I'd like to make a rug or even a wall hanging really that looks like the American flag. Mm -hmm. and figure out you know how many of what color I needed and then take the little bitty pom-pom maker and make the the different stars might not do all 50 but might do the 13 or you know so but yeah I had one I when I couldn't sleep the other night that idea was rolling around in my brains so, yeah, yeah. Thanks and then for you, telling can us you could also put them on an elastic and do like little hair ties with pom-poms mm -hmm. on them. Yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. really cute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all have okay. any ideas. Well, thank on you for teaching it. You're welcome. Thank you for coming, Mickey. And thanks for the ideas. If any of you have any other ideas on how you can use pom-poms, uh, we have some more time. So if you want to okay. share. Colleen. Hi, you Colleen. You to unmute. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that I did get one of the... um latch hook rug canvases you can buy them at joanne fabrics and mm -hmm. i've been working on one of them pom-pom rugs and oh. it a long time but uh -huh. and you yeah. can also make um i've taken the plastic canvas and made like smaller rugs i guess you'd call them with the plastic canvas pom-pom things mm -hmm. And then yeah. I sprinkled catnip on them for the cats to scratch. <laughs> oh. An easy way to get the threading done is you take one of them. Um, I got tapestry needles. I prefer the metal needles and they're blunt yeah, ended. And you can use them, you know, thread your pom-pom ends with that and sew it on there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just stick it through and then tie it. They work yep. pretty nice. I mean... What was the first type of canvas you mentioned be before the plastic canvas? Oh, the, um, um, oh, shoot, the batch hook rug canvas. Okay. Yeah, you can get that at Joanne's. And I have made the wreaths, and they turn out really nice. And you can make them in different sizes, like she said. And yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think different colors and sizes on a wreath would be really pretty. Mm -hmm. Yep, and I, I've made pom-pom scarves, and I don't know what else I made. I, I, I used to belong to a, um, a blind center here in Akron, and mm -hmm. <laughs> in the wintertime, we made a bunch of the bigger pom-poms. I was teaching mm -hmm. them how to 
make pom-poms and we had a snowball fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. I was yeah. thinking that would be fun with the kids make a bunch and then great. just let them throw them at each other mm-hmm. and wrestle them yep. away from the dogs and be a grand <laughs> <Yeah>. old time. <laughs> that would yeah. be fun. And and to do that, just cut your tails, you know, after you get your pom-pom tied and all, just cut your tails even with the rest of your strands. Um, I'd, when I was working in the children's ministry, one of the ideas for our three and four year olds was to get a bucket and just fill it full of wadded paper. And, you know, then they could have a snowball fight and you could just get, you know, if you wanted to give a gift to a kid, you know, just get a bucket, fill it full of white pom poms and they could have an indoor snowball fight, you know, when it's 118 in Phoenix. Yeah. Yep. All right, Sarah, you should be able to unmute. Hey, Sarah. Hello, I'm back again. Okay. <laughs> um, my daughter-in-law, now she didn't make the little pom-poms, but one Halloween, she, she was pregnant. She was quite pregnant, uh, seven months, eight months, something like that. And she um, had, she made a hat that looked like a vending machine. And then on the front <laughs> of her shirt, she placed all these different colored pom-poms to be like a, a bubblegum machine. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> she, she's a teacher, so she went to school like that. But I thought that was so, I got to feel it. And it was so cute. So That sounds adorable. Oh, that <laughs> is cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope I know someone around Halloween that's pregnant now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks for teaching this. I had, I was really interested. I had no clue how these little things were supposed to work. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) And, you know, if you want um, pom-poms that are bigger than what your pom-pom maker will make, they do have a jumbo pom-pom maker. It's just, you know, sold by itself. So, all right, let's, we're just going to do, like I said, a makeshift kind of quickie tassel maker. So what I want you to do is I want you to take your yarn and I want you to place the tail of your yarn um, in the palm of your hand up against the thumb. So where your thumb meets your hand and starts at your forefinger. So put it, you know, in that corner there. And hold that tail with your thumb between your thumb and forefinger and start wrapping your hand, your whole hand. And you just keep wrapping until I tell you to stop. (laughs) So there's a device to do tassels as well, Courtney? There is. I haven't. I don't have it. Uh, I don't, okay. I've seen it. It's on my Amazon wish list. Um, but a lot of the videos, the DIY videos I've been watching, you know, they're putting tassels on this and tassels on that. And so I thought, well, I'll just learn how to make tassels. So it's been a while since I've made them. Okay, you can stop wrapping now. So what I guess are you I'm, using? You're using worsted weight yarn. Yeah, right? I'm using my Christmas worsted weight yarn. That's right. Yarn. Um, you just want to make a good thickness about like what you did for your pom-pom, okay, you know, on I one did. side of your pom-pom. 
Okay. okay. And then just cut your yarn. You want to make sure that when you cut your yarn, the tail is on the um, on the side of your hand that faces you so that your thumb can hold that tail once you get it cut. And you want to cut it about even with um, the rest of your yarn, you know, so it's hanging down to the side of your hand. And when you get that cut, you want to cut, uh, let's say about, just to be on the safe side, another 12 inches of yarn. For tying. When you get that cut, you want to slide your bundle of joy off your hand and take that 12 inch piece of yarn and you want to slide it to where you can tie all those loops together at the top. And when I say at the top, that's going to be where the top of your hand is. And you want to tie it a couple of times. So make a couple of knots in that. Make sure you tie it really, really tight. If this turns out to be a flop, remember it's been a long time since I've made one. And I'm doing it from memory. I did not practice this and I'm untangling yarn while I'm talking instead of working along with you guys. Talk about impromptu. Okay, now you want to cut another piece. It's going to be mm, about eight to 10 inches. And just lay your tassel down there on the table or beside you or something. And when you get that cut, you want to go down your tassel about um, half inch to an inch from the top. Do you have any questions yet, Lucy? Uh -uh. Okay. And you want to, you know, even up your yarn there. And then just start taking your tails. Um, what I would do is on the first one, I would just tie it one time like you're about to tie your shoe. Take your tails to the back of your tassel. Swap your hands and pull it back to the front and continue going back and forth like that, wrapping your tassel. Maybe five or six times. And then tie a really tight knot. And it doesn't matter if the knot's in the front or the back. Because wherever it ends up, it's going to eventually be the back. And just leave your yarn tail hanging once you get that knot tied. And once you get it tied, you might want to kind of manipulate it and twist it and, you know, show it whose balls. And work that not on the inside of where your loops are tied together so it's hiding Kayla you let me know when you get to that point I am almost Please. there okay Okay. 
Good and knotted. Okay. When you get it knotted and get your knot manipulated, take your fingers and comb your yarn tassel. Just to make sure everything's even, there's no tangles or anything. And you're gonna have some strands that are gonna be longer than others. And once you get that done and everything's kind of evened out, no tangles, you just wanna give it a haircut on the end. Kayla, tell me if yours turned out. Please. I think it's gonna. I'm okay. gonna cut it over the trash can though. <laughs> Do we have any Okay, hands we, we have a question. Okay, go ahead with your question. Mickey, you should be able to unmute. If you make these tassels and you make them longer, you can mm -hmm. make them into yarn dolls. Yes, you can. Ooh, that gives me an idea. Unless, Mickey, you want to teach a class on making yarn dolls. <laughs> All right. Something Yay, I do when I'm making hats and you know, just, I don't have time to make the pom-pom right then. I just take my ball of yarn and I just shove it in the hat. And that way, when I have time to sit down and make pom-poms and just grab all my hats and I don't have to worry about is this yarn matching or whatever. That's something I do. That is a fabulous idea. Thank you. Okay, we've got some questions here. Raise okay. hands. Um, Colleen. You should okay. be allowed to unmute. Hi, Colleen. Um, another way you can make a pom-pom is if you got one of them knitting looms, you can make them on that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They turn out really cool for on top of a kid's hat. Yeah. I've never made one using my loom, but, yeah, I've, I've seen where people have done it. Okay. You can we'll just take the... pretty big ones, then. Uh-huh. If you did it from one side to the other across the center. Yep. And then tied it in the middle. Mm -hmm. Is that how they, I imagine that's how they would do it. Yep. <laughs> okay. okay. One more. Okay. We'll take this last question um, and then we're going to let Lucy go because so she can get ready for her next call. Yeah. I told Cindy I'd do it. I, otherwise yeah. I wouldn't care. No, okay. Well, Area code 970. You should be able to unmute. Hi, uh, this is Catherine oh, from Colorado. Hi, how's everybody? Um, I have a couple of quick comments. I've made a lot of hats knitted. And if you want to uh, change your color of pom-poms, you take the, the end of the um, yarn and you go through a button it's the kind with an eye in it uh, mm -hmm. it can be two eyes or four but you just go through two and then you tie it in a bow and you can slip that um uh, button through the hole of the hat and and secure it on the inside so the buttons on the inside the pom-poms on the outside and you're That's tying the bow cute. on the inside mm -hmm. so if you ever want to wash it or change colors of pom-poms you you can just take your pom-pom off mm -hmm. and you can also use different colors 
of yarn and different types of yarn for your pom-pom. Also, um, there was pom-pom yarn that was quite expensive. So I would be interested in finding out not I know how to make the pom-poms, but how would you make the I-cord um, and then secure the pom-poms to that in intervals of, say, um, every 12 inches, for example, um, to make yarn, if we could add that to the pom-pom um, class that we're going to have later. Thank you.